News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. And they are my opinions. You got that right. Nobody else is going to be man enough to say them except me. <laughs> We're glad to be here with you tonight. Ed Raymer with another edition of the Edwin Lee Raymer Show here at Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Getting started a little bit late, but that's not a problem. And um, I'm going to tell you, we've got a very special guest here tonight, and he is one of our Rutherford County Sheriff's Office's most integral employees right now. Not that they're all not important, don't get me wrong, but Sergeant Mark Anderson is here. Mark, welcome. Thank you. You've been here before. Uh, yes, sir. Please don't freeze up on me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm good. Thank you for being here. Um, now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, um, I, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's get this thing started, and I'll tell you how, 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 how we got here real quick, because I want to give Mark ample, I want to give him every benefit of the yield of his time. Let's get this thing kicked off right now, okay? Jackson's on the board doing a good job, as usual. And my name is Ed Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. Jeff Upper Lip for you from ACDC, and yes, this is Edwin Lee Reimer Show, and I'm Ed Reimer, your host. This show is produced at the studios of WGNSA in 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text to that number. And our producer, Mr. Jackson, here will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard on the air live, and we certainly understand that. Now, you can also watch us via YouTube on uh, News Radio WGNS, and we're on YouTube. Edwin Lee Raymer Show should be on live right now. You can listen to WGNSRadio.com. All my shows since the beginning, all 10 years are there uh, on the podcast. And um, my wife listens on uh, Alexa. And uh, what you got? Oh, okay, okay. And I'm getting a note from my guest. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> sorry. And um, um, like I said, Alexa, Stitcher, we're on on all of it. So uh, anyway, you can reach us there. And um, my guest tonight again. Oh, and by the way, you can download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Check out Angela Bingham. She's a fine lady, and she does a show here every Sunday night at 6 o'clock, and we're glad to uh, to have her here. Now, I want to I tell you about someone that's a new sponsor to us. Keep it running, Heating and Air. If you're looking for a local family-owned heating and air company, let me introduce you to Joe at Keep It Running Heating and Cooling. He shows over 12 years' experience. His company, Keep It Running, are located right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're fully licensed and insured and available 24-7 to help you with all your family with your heating and cooling needs. And we're going to need that because we're hitting the high 90s and going to hit some hundreds here before long. So if you're looking for a company you can trust, 
call Joe today. 615-962-2397. That's 615-962-2397. And you can visit their website at www.keepitrunningheatingandcooling.com. And you can catch them on Facebook as well. Check them out. We're glad to have them aboard. Jackson, I want you to do me a favor. Run me a couple of ads real quick, if you would, please. And we'll be right back with you. Get started with Mark. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Good evening once again. Okay, we're back with you. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate it. Thanks again to all of our sponsors. Thank you so much. Mark, I want to thank you for doing this. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Now, let me tell you how we, we got here with this little broadcast tonight. Two weeks ago, uh, I go home, and I mean, some of you that know me, you know this. Um, I went home, and I'll go home and watch Meet the Press. And with my usual routine, get a bite to eat, sit down, unwind a little while. And um, so I went through meet the, meet the Press. Sometimes it's a good show, sometimes it's bad, whatever. You know, then get what you, what you pay for. I watched it on YouTube, the repeat. Chuck Todd had devoted an entire hour to this subject of fentanyl. Okay? And my friend, my new friend, I had no idea it was this bad. I don't deal in this. You guys, thank goodness you do. Uh, 
And so about a day or two later, I called Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh, and Sheriff Fitzhugh's always been a good friend and a good friend of this station and friend of the broadcast, and he knows he's got full run-up here if he ever has anything to do or need or whatever. All he's got to do is pick up a phone call. And I said, uh, you're welcome to come on and do this, but if you've got somebody, I'd like to have somebody that can come on and talk intelligently about this. And he said, I'll get on it, you know. And so now what that meant, I had no idea. Didn't know last week you were on vacation, I, I believe you said. Yes, sir. And so didn't get hold of Mark till several days later, but he'd been on vacation. But nonetheless, Mark is here tonight with us. And, Sheriff, thank you. I appreciate it. And um, contrary to popular belief, I didn't have to drag him up here, and he is not handcuffed to the desk, <laughs> so he's free to leave. <laughs> Mark, um, you've been in the law game for a while. Yes, sir. Several years. Almost 30 years. Almost 30 what do you do now? Tell us, tell us how you got here. Tell us what's going on. Uh, I started out in Nashville working right. for Metro. Right. Um, spent about twenty-five years there. Uh, retired. Still had the itch to work. Um, had an opportunity to come to the county, work for Rutherford County. Start out in patrol, like everyone does. You've been in and out of Rutherford County, you and your wife, for several years. Yes, sir. Yes, so we're no stranger to you. That's correct. Right. It's it's another home. Grew up in Davidson County, but I spent a lot of time in Rutherford County. I've lived here uh, several times. Currently reside here, and one of the best decisions I ever made was moving that back back this way. Right. Um, long story short, um, I was promoted to narcotics detective. Um, about 18 months ago maybe almost two years ago all right um and then july of last year i was promoted to sergeant uh over the evening narcotics unit okay all right so uh that's 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 my story in a nutshell I've okay worked gangs and drugs most of my career so uh, i kind of know the narcotics gang sure okay now Tell us about this fentanyl. What is what is the deal with this stuff? I mean, um, as I understand, it, it, this is the worst. It, is this the worst drug a person can? It's all bad, no doubt about it's, it. It's you highly know. addictive. It's In my day coming up, I'm 65. A lot of people know that. It was heroin or, or coke or LSD or whatever the case might have been. This is a whole different ballgame. Well, the addiction is... is unsurpassed in in the way it affects people um it's a supplement it's a it's a substitute for heroin right it's cheaper it's synthetic so it's made in a lab right where heroin's grown naturally right the opioid uh, yeah the, the uh, chuck todd had mentioned that in his, his broadcast you know you had a crop you could possibly even go destroy or, or eradicate or whatever no crop with this stuff it's man-made it's all man-made it's made um uh, most of the precursors are made in China. Uh, ultimately, they end up in Mexico. They're developed in a super lab into fentanyl in Mexico and then shipped all over the world. Now, two of the biggest cartels are Sinaloa and Jalisco. That's correct. I believe it is. Yes, sir. And they're packaging this in South America, mainly Mexico. Yes, okay? sir. And you said Sinaloa is maybe one of the biggest. And there is another one now that... Uh, there's there's several. Several. Um, we, see a, we see a lot of... Uh, there's a cartel it's fairly new right. in the cartel game uh, the new gen new generation this is a multi-billion dollar business yes sir no doubt about it yes sir worldwide yes sir but now you and i talked briefly over the phone a few days ago several days ago when we were setting this thing up 
this stuff strikes it has no no limits everybody's an equal opportunity victim uh, young old rich poor whatever makes no, no it, it knows i mean it, it doesn't discriminate race creed ethnicity religion socioeconomic right it hits everybody equally now you have some material there that you've shown and and uh even uh ms or nbc had some of this on meet the press this is being pressed into pills yeah, that's that that, looked just like uh, what was ox, ox, oxy, oxycodone. Oxycodone. Yes, sir. And these people may think this is what they're buying. Uh, they go to the street and they're ordering what they think are M30s or you know the little blue oxycodone. Right. Okay. And back a few years ago, you could tell. You could look at them and say these are fake. But now even the fa- the counterfeits are are very professionally made. They, right. They look like they came from a legitimate manufacturer, but. But they're made with fentanyl, yeah. and they're highly mm-hmm. dangerous. And could have even a, a lethal dose, may not be a lethal dose. You're really playing Russian roulette with a pill. Absolutely. Because well, the manufacturers don't, they don't, I mean, they make them look good, but uh, you right. know, the, it's not like they're consistently made with the same sure. amount of ingredients every time. The binders and the, right. the actual drug. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they, it's it's, just, there's no discrepancy. Just throw it all together, and what we get, we get. Yes, sir. yeah. Where's the end? I said out there, we were talking before we come in, so, you know, talking about, you know, just kicking the can on down the road. I'm afraid we may be at the end of the road. I don't know. I, know? I do not know that answer. Right. Um, you know, we we do our best as, as law enforcement, and we— And we, you're just here in one county in the United States yeah, of America. I mean— That's correct. Right. Um, we've got a good crew here. We 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 stay busy and we're always active and always looking for the the next big fish. And but we're just one county. Um, you know, with with Nashville so close, right? Three interstates. You know, all that is the ingredient of a lot of a lot of trafficking of narcotics amongst other things amongst other things people included yes sir it's 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 totally a a world gone mad in in many respects and you know all we can do is is fight the fight and not give up right but but, um you know we we need some help sure um what do you need mostly right now I mean, I, I would I mean, to yeah. give a short. I would say mostly people need education. They need to be told about this. Education helps. Um, and parents talk to your kids. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you if you got a prescription for painkillers, and your prescription runs out, and your doctor will not fill it, right? And you feel like you need painkillers, then you probably should go see someone about an addiction issue that is developing. Don't go to the street to buy your painkillers. Right. Because you're not getting painkillers, you're getting a counterfeit narcotic that could kill you. Right. And that's, until we get help other ways, the education and just being mindful of your own your own behaviors. Right. Right. And, but unfortunately. And accepting responsibility for, for that. Yes. You have to, you have to. Yeah. But, but the addiction is so strong that, mm. that. People that wouldn't normally do certain things, right, get so desperate that rob, steal, kill, do anything. Yes, yeah, sir. for for the, for the. Now, where, if I might ask you, we've still got good old crystal meth, methamphetamine, still okay. here. Yes, sir. 
Where is that ranking now? Has fentanyl taken over? Is this? I mean, because I know you guys have to fight what you have to fight. I understand. Where are we on this ladder? Oh, meth's still big. Right. Uh, I'd say the heroin and fentanyl, although I've only seen real heroin one time in the last six years. Everything that's been marketed on the street as heroin is fentanyl. Right, it's fentanyl. It's either powder or it's been, it's been, you know, it might be white, it might be brown, it might be blue, it might be purple. You know, different mm. different dealers will right trademark it a different yes. way. Okay, but heroin, I'm sorry, uh, fentanyl and um, methamphetamine is still here. Um, we we make undercover purchases of methamphetamine all the time. Um, <laughs> okay. The crazy thing is, though, we're finding methamphetamine that's been touched with fentanyl. We're finding marijuana that's been touched with fentanyl. So fentanyl has come full circle and is being found in all the other narcotics. It's even been found in marijuana. Found in marijuana? Yes, sir. Boy, I'll tell you what. I don't know what they're paying you guys, but I think you might need to be in line for a raise. (laughs) I need to talk to the sheriff about this, I guess. Um, You know, do you have, can you mention, uh, I don't know, because we don't want to talk about ongoing cases, obviously. We're not going to talk about that. Um, how many in your crew? I mean, is there... Um, currently, we are budgeted for, I think, 10 detectives. Okay. Two right. sergeants and a lieutenant. Right. Okay. Um, we're working on adding to those numbers. Um, right. Yeah. But um, currently, that's that's where we're at. Right. And, um, and then some of, some of our detectives are also cross-sworn with some federal agencies like sure. the DEA or ATF. Sure, or and you have to work hand-in-hand hand because that's how it that's how it works. Yes, sir. But here in Middle Tennessee, um, we are had access on as far as the eastern part of the United States. Don't we have, like, within 200 miles of, like, 75% of the population? Is that about right? I mean, there's a we're, lot we're, of traffic coming through here. We're eight hours. We're an eight-hour drive okay. from 75% of the population in Middle Tennessee. Eight-hour drive right here in Middle Tennessee. Yes, sir. One thing that's made us so successful. Correct. It brings corporate businesses here. Sure it does. But it also brings the distribution of narcotics here. Right. Because, again, they can be spread out within most of the population quickly. Whatever happened to, you know, uh, again, we were talking about this before we come in, whatever happened to the repeat customer? (laughs) I mean... You know, used to, you know, hey, uh, enjoy that pot. I'll see you next week or next month, whatever. I mean, fentanyl, uh, these people are killing their own people. Well, possibly. I mean, they, they don't know. They really that's, don't know. That's true. Um, but fentanyl is so cheap. And, you know, I, especially if it goes into the pill form. Right. You can, you, you can literally, you can multiply your money by a thousand percent easy. If not more, the draw um, is so—it's just so lucrative. And, and the development of Narcan, so overdose deaths. Yes, please were really, expand really on high. that. Please. Overdose deaths spiked. Right. But now Narcan is so readily available that you know we don't hit a search warrant without finding it multiple, you know, Narcan vial or you know, it's right. an inhalant. Okay. Um, and this is we, what brings a person back. Right. Narcan. Yeah. The opioid will basically kill them sure someone with them will in uh administer the narcan and within 20 minutes or so that person is back walking around 
ready to go again. So the advantages of Narcan, we have less deaths. Right. The disadvantages of Narcan is more people will try higher doses of fentanyl to try to get that better high because they know they got the Narcan right there to save them. Right. Yeah. And they can't, they just, like you said, they need to get to, seriously, they need to get to a clinic and get some help. Yes, sir. Right. And the Narcan, now is this available over the counter or? Yes, sir, without a prescription. Narcan is? Yes, sir. You know, I first heard about this, uh, my brother's a lieutenant fireman over at Franklin Fire Department. I mention that all the time, and I guess people are tired of hearing about it, but they've got it on their on their truck. Yeah, we, we carry it with us everywhere we go. Really? Yes, sir. And you've actually brought people back, and they'll yep. be within a, within a few hours. They're they're ready to go again. Yes, sir. What kind of effect does that have on a person's body? How many times can you do that? <laughs> That's I a mean, good question. I've, yeah. I've seen people that have been narcaned mm-hmm. multiple times in their life. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is the repeat customer for sure. Um, yeah, barring some kind of injury from maybe CPR, right? You know, usually they don't even. There's times they don't. They refuse to go to the hospital. We'll get dispatched to a to an overdose. Um, either they've already administered Narcan on the scene prior to sure we arriving. Right. Yeah, or first responders get there first administer responder. Narcan, maybe do CPR, um, and within a few minutes. More times than not, they're back up on their feet and refuse to go to the hospital. They can refuse to go to the hospital. Yes, they sir. don't have to go. They don't have to go. Right. Mm, okay. So, again, we're at the end of the road, so to speak. We've got a call coming in here if we can get Jackson. There he is right there. Um You make a bust. You you know there's going to be. You said that you know there's going to be Narcan probably around wherever you. These people are. They're not. They've become not stupid. They know they they may need it. Yes, sir. Especially dealing with fentanyl. Correct. Right. Okay. Is this for us? Okay, it's something else. All right. Um. What do you? Where where, where do we go from here? Well, we've we've got a floodgate of fentanyl coming in. Right. Something needs to address that. Right. Way outside of my pay grade. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, mine too. Yeah. But um, something needs to address this floodgate. Now they admitted, and they had the head of the um, oh uh, one of the agencies that takes care of all this. Uh, Chuck Todd had her on last week with the Biden administration, and they openly admit. They say they may be getting 5 to 10%, but that's just an estimate. They're not really they, – they say we can't even be confident about that. At least they're honest about it. It may not even be that. Uh, coming across that border, is the wall – would a wall help? Would it – could it slow it down? I mean, I, I – you know, again, it's above my pay grade, but – what do you guys want to see done? <laughs> really, what do you well, want me you – know, do you know any of the guys at the border that work it? I do not. Okay. I don't anymore. Uh, I've known some Border Patrol people in the past. But the way I look at it, though, is you go to the courthouse, 
It was a controlled entry in and out. Yes. Okay. I agree. People were screened yeah, coming we've in. We've got to be screened. Sure. Okay. You know, not every door is open at the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, at your home. Sure. You have two, maybe three ways into your home. Right. Most, most homes. Those doors are locked or monitored. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know who's coming in out of your house. You know, you go to, you go to Kroger. You know, they've got right. limited doors coming in and out. Sure. You know when people are coming in. You know when people are leaving. Right. Um, you know, we need doors into the country. That's just my opinion. I'm not speaking right. for... Right. Know, you know, but because we've never had this because with Canada it was a whole different ball game. That's been people go back and forth between Canada and the United States every day. Some people work in the US, work in major cities, but they live they reside in Canada and back and forth. There may be people that work in Canada but they reside here. We never had that situation. This this situation is is has been way out of control. I'm gonna tell you for thirty years. And it seems like both administrations it's become a political issue, and the reason I wanted you here tonight, this is not a political issue to me. This is a humanity issue. Yeah. I mean, and I had no doubt uh, back when Trump was in office, and I know he had his ups and downs, you know, and his rights and wrongs, but I had no doubt, and I said this then, I have no doubt on the border there's a place where, where walls can be, you know, can be useful. We, had, we have them there and have had them there in many places for years. You know, yes. But I had a good friend said, "Have you ever been to Southwest what, Southwest Texas?" And I said, "No, I've never. I've never been. I don't know if y'all have or not. I I am not." He said, "It's uninhabitable." He said, "I really don't know that a wall there would be a good idea." Not against it. Not you know what I'm saying. You can't survive long enough to get across the border. In other words, you can't carry enough provisions coming out of Mexico, and certainly. There's no gas stations. There's no. It's not like what we got here with a you know, uh, you know a Seven Eleven on every corner where you can get you a Slurpee and you know freshen up or whatever. There's no gas stations. There's no railway. There's nothing. But I don't have a doubt that on the border there would be a place where walls could be of, of benefit. But is it going to stop this mess? Because I don't know that answer. You well, know, I, I went I on. Just, I went online and I noticed, and they're digging. They've got tunnels and everything else underneath the border. These well, people are not the dumb. Way, the way they smuggle drugs in, or people. Right. Is people, too. Completely yeah. a blank slate. Just use your imagination. And whatever you think of has probably been done right, multiple times. And so getting drugs in, there's, you know, so many ways of doing it. I mean, we see, you know, we, you know, we were part of interdiction stops on the interstate. You know, they, you know, I've, in my career, I've seen drugs smuggled in bed rails of flatbed cars or trucks. Right. I've seen yeah. drugs smuggled inside the engine blocks of cars. Yes. Um, You've seen it in the, tanks, yeah, in, the, in the kick panels of the of the doors. Yeah. We've all seen it in the moves where the plates were welded over it, and and mm-hmm. it's and you're talking about serious money. Yes, These sir. people are serious. Yes, sir. Uh, our caller called in with a question for you. What is fentanyl made of? Good question. Good question. <laughs> uh, it's doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I could Google it. <laughs> well, um, we may have to do that. I don't know, yeah, but I, you know, 
It's uh, like I said, it's man-made. It's not grown. It's not from an opiate. Right. From it's, opium. It's one hundred percent synthetic. It's made in a lab. Huh. It's you know it's uh, you know it's a hundred times more potent than morphine. So, good lord. It's uh, it's it was developed, you know, for medicinal needs. Uh, of which, let, let us say, it, yeah, I have a friend. They used it on him. He was treated for a type of cancer, and it and and they took care of him. Yes, sir. But that's under a medical, right? Like a Vanderbilt University or our hospital here, Ascension, Rutherford, or whatever. Medically done. They know right. what they're doing. Correct. This is not. I mean, I've I've had it myself in the hospital. Right. Okay. But, you know, it was under uh, under doctor's strict you know, doctor's sure, care, strict, and yeah. you know and. Uh, you know, I've had morphine, you know, for injuries. In sure, the we all have. You sure. Know, so there's a medical need for it. Sure, sure. But what we're seeing on the street is not medicinal medicinal grade. No, it's no. it's made in a in a covert lab by people that aren't necessarily scientists or doctors. They're just told to mix these chemicals chemicals together and. Uh, and then they and some of those people may have engineering degrees and things of that, but they've decided to walk on the wrong side of the tracks. That's correct. And that happens every day. And with the lure of this money. And the money's huge. To heck with life. It's just more than I know. a lot of nations' GDP. Yes, it is. That it is. And they also asked, the caller asked, uh, our listener asked, what is Narcan? Narcan, and then what is it? What is, you feel, it, it helps bring people back. Yes, but it, what's it? It counteracts the effects of the opiate. Right. Um, it basically just kills it on the spot. But <clears throat> there's other drugs out there that it doesn't affect. You know, if if you mentioned if you that. overdose, yeah. if you overdose on something, and they give you Narcan and it and you don't recover, then what you've overdosed on is not an opiate. Right. Because Narcan only works for opiates. Um, there's you know there's. We're seeing now a, a, a new drug, and I, I'm not a doctor, so I'll right. probably okay. butcher this pronunciation. But they call it Trank on the street. Okay, it's a horse, horse or livestock tranquilizer. It's right. being mixed okay. in with fentanyl. Right, right. It's not an opiate. When you get high on it, it'll kind of give you the same effects. But if you take too much and you overdose, and someone gives you Narcan, Narcan's not going to work. It's uh, Xylazine, I believe is how you pronounce Zalazine, it. Xylazine, I've heard of it. Yeah, and that's that's we're starting to see that now mixed in with fentanyl. Veterinary veterinary products, correct? <laughs> I you know I guess I just never did want to walk on a wild side of life that bad. <laughs> I don't know you know beer and bourbon was it for me, and I I mean thanks a good lord, uh, <laughs> man. But I just don't you know had a good friend up here. We did a broadcast uh, back in March. And uh, he told me, he said, Ed, I've done more dog dope you can imagine. His father was a veterinarian. And this is back in the 70s and 80s. I mean, I can only imagine the products they developed, the, the drugs they've developed. But this was for animals. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, and now you're telling me, that here's another one that's come down the pike. Yes, sir. What do you do? How long are you going to keep at this? And thank you for doing it. <laughs> I mean, I, because I... I don't have the temperament I'll to do keep it. doing it until, until, until the wife tells me not until to. Until the boss tells you not to do it. <laughs> okay. I enjoy what I do. Right. I because for, you're doing some good. Yeah. There's no doubt you are. Um, but 
to me, the the the, the problem is, is in in two areas, and it sounds so easy to answer: is get you guys some more money. You're going to have to have. And we've talked to county commissioners. I've told them this is a growing county. These guys yes. are going to have to have more money. They're going to have to yeah, have right. it, and you can't afford to go out here, you know, and work a job like this for eight dollars an hour. Okay, you've got to have professional people that you've done this now for what now thirty years. Close to it. You've got to know what you're doing, and you've got to know how to deal with. You've got to know how to. You know the streets, okay? You know the streets, Um, and we're going to have to have some education, and by education, I mean at home with parents. We, as an agency, we've we've done a pretty good job. We have a a unit called Stops. It's an acronym for Stop Opioids. Uh, Right. It's it's um, an education unit. They also they're proactive. They're looking for individuals that are addicted to heroin, primarily or fentanyl or opioids. And then right. um, one of their options is if, if they make contact with these deputies is they, they can go to rehab. So right. it's, it's very educational on the street level and right. giving, giving people opportunities to go to rehab and try to break this cycle. Right. And get them some help. Yes, get off this mess yes sir carol ann elmore thank you she is in chattanooga and she is listening thank you a good topic um uh, did you run into angela bingham tonight on the way out because she yeah did she say she'd pray for you because she prays yes. for all <laughs> yes you know, we she, did she did yeah she's never prayed for me but she prays for all of my guests i don't know what she thinks i'm gonna do to you guys uh i mean this is the man carrying the badge angela i don't you know <laughs> I'm just glad to be here. I'm just glad he made it up here, you know. But, uh, you know, she prays for all my guests. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm going to get you in the corner and beat you up or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, she's a good gal. And we have many people. Larry, thank you. Yeah, I know you're listening. And uh, uh, many other people are listening. And I'll hear about it tomorrow and Tuesday, believe me. Because we have a loyal listening audience that uh, a lot of them will never come, just like uh, the caller here, call in, don't wish to go on the air live. And we understand that because a lot of people don't want to and they're a little too high or too shy, I guess. But I shouldn't put it that way. I don't guess. It's a little too shy. So, you know. But, um, you know, I, have you gradually in your career seen this just steadily? Is it? I don't mean to be a downer here. I really don't. But is it getting worse? Yes, no sir. doubt it is. It is. You know, when I started 1995. 95. You know, cocaine, crack cocaine was the right. big thing. Right. Um, the addiction to crack cocaine and cocaine, powder cocaine, is not anything near the addiction level of meth and, and opiates. Um, you know, it was... It's just every year it seems like it's just, you know, it's, it's a snowball effect. Every year it just picks up Agreed. a little bit more speed. And um, it, it, you know, it's the bottom of the hill has got to come at some point. Well, yeah, and we've got, I mean, like I said, kicking can down the road. I'm afraid we've run out of road. And now the can's gotten so big, maybe we can't kick it anymore. You know, it's entirely possible. And uh, when Jackson gets in here, we're going to go to our last series of breaks before we before we get out of here. Mark's been good enough to come up. He's with Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, and I appreciate, again, thank you for doing this. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I, I appreciate you doing this. Um, and, uh, folks, parents, talk to your kids. 
because, you know, even when our kids were coming up, I don't, and I think you all said you're about the same age of ours. We didn't have an environment like this to talk to them about. I mean, it, it, we just didn't have it, you know. But this stuff has just gotten horrible. Well, it's, it's everywhere, and the thing is now is some of these pills or some of these drugs, they're they're aimed or they're made to look like candy. That's yeah. Chuck Todd had a picture where they you know, they look yeah yeah, and they're you know they're intentionally targeting in my opinion to intentionally targeting younger and younger people right um encouraging them to use drugs and that's sure that's how you keep your customer base is to grow your base and, grow the base yeah yes, sir. And, and you're gonna lose gonna lose some along the way but hey that's part of it you know and just uh the heck with life and you know keep selling the dope so you just got to you know you just got to try to talk to your kids and hopefully they listen I wonder, do you guys get any information on how much is being seized? Because now down in Texas, the border agents are seizing. They're seizing a oh, yeah. lot of dope down there. Well, there's, but yeah, I'm afraid we, they're, and I think they admit they're not even scratching the surface. Uh, seizures, seizures are are big. Right. Um, last year at at our annual conference that we do, mm-hmm. at Tennessee Narcotics Officers Association, uh, we go to that every year. There were record seizures last year across the state. Really. I mean, everybody had record seizures, but, you know, there's still record amount of drugs on the street. So it's, I mean, it's almost like a baited field, though. I mean, there's a right. lot of drugs out there, and so obviously your drug seizures are going to go up. Um, you know, we've, you know, this year we've probably, through June, we are, you know, we're, so far ahead of this time last year really yeah i mean of course y'all make seizures too yeah we we, you know we you know we've uh everything we we're so far ahead of this time last year in 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 drug seizures arrest um you know uh, assets purchased with drug money sure right sure uh money I mean, just everything, everything about it, what goes with, with drugs, you know, we touch everything about it, you know. Exactly. And, right. You know, the the customers are there, the drugs are there, you know, the money's there, you know, the, the cars, the houses. Yeah. You know, right. All that goes yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the promising thing, though, is deaths are down some, but that's because Narcan is so prevalent. Narcan, and, and yeah. you know the scary thing is, is if we start seeing more of this with the, with the livestock tranquilizer, then we, you know, always what a do better mousetrap, isn't it? Yes, sir. I'll tell you, I'm telling you. Talking with Sergeant Mark Anderson, Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. We're glad he's here. He's been good enough to come up and spend a Sunday evening with us. I know it's a busy time for you, and I want to tell you about a new sponsor we've got. I'm going to get Jackson in here to take our last series of breaks. I want you to give a call to these wonderful folks. Keep it running, heating and air, okay? Uh, if you look, you and your family are looking for a local family-owned heating and cooling company, look more and more. You have found one. Let me introduce you to Joe at Keep It Running, Heating and Cooling. Now, Joe's got over 12 years' experience in this field. He knows what he's doing. Join his company at Keep It Running, located right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're fully insured, licensed, available 24-7 to help you and your family with all your heating and cooling needs. Now, you're going to be needing him. 
for your cooling needs because those temperatures I know are going to be hitting close to 100 just this week. And this is just July. We've got August and September to go. So if you're looking for a company you can trust, call Joe today. Now, his number is 615-962-2397. That's 615-962-2397. And you can visit their website at www.keepitrunningheatingandcooling.com. That's www.keepitrunningheatingandcooling.com. And you can catch them on Facebook as well. Ed Raymer for the Ed Wendley Raymer Show. Stay with us. We'll be back with our last segment right after this. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, we are back, Jackson. Do we have a call? We did? Okay, we don't. Good. All right. Uh, Mark Anderson, whether you're sergeant with Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Thank you again, Mark. Appreciate you all My being pleasure. here. And uh, I'm sure at some point we'll, we'll – unfortunately, we'll have you back. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, uh, you know, you're welcome here anytime you want. Um, you know – where where do you and the guys go from here? I mean, you're going to have to have more money. There's no doubt about it. You, you, you're going to have to have more resources. You've got to. And I'm a big proponent. I'm, I'm, you know, we're having a tax increase here in the county. It's yes, 16%. Yes, I wish it had been handled different, but it isn't. And, and I've always said this. I told Rob Mitchell, if you listen to my broadcast, I've told Rob, if i got to pay two or $300 more a, month, a, a year for, on our house, you know, property tax, 
to live in a decent county and provide for people. It's so bad, you know. Hey, you know, come on. We've all spent two hundred dollars, maybe even on a meal or whatever. If we went went out and went crazy, come on. It's not it's not the end of the world. But I mean, you guys constantly, you know. And of course, the school budget takes the biggest chunk out of the county. I understand that, but you guys got to have a pretty good chunk too. Yeah, it's kind of outside my pay grade, but you know, <laughs> um, you know, every agency around the country right. is having to increase pay because exactly retention or hiring new people, and we're no different. Sure. You know, um, okay. you know, TBI and state troopers recently got a big big raise, right? Um, which they deserved. You know, they've been underpaid for a long time, in my opinion. That they have. You yeah, know, uh, Metro Nashville's making really good money now. Of course, right? You know, it, you know that's I've been there, done that. Um, you know, the city here. You know, every agency is is increasing their budget and increasing their pay, and you know, we just have to try to keep up. There's a lot of talented officers that that would love to work for us, I believe, from other agencies. But, sure, but sure for whatever reason. They, you know, they can't, um, you know, financially or whatever. Right. And, um, you know, I know some guys that I've worked with in the past at Metro that would love to come here sure. if, if our pay was a little bit more comparable. You know, I'm in a position where it, it wasn't something I had to worry about too much, but there's some guys that, well, girls me, that, that need you know, it. You me know? and you are the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, 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 yeah, that's, yeah, you know, and, Here's another thing, too, and, and, and let's not forget our city, our individual cities, Eagleville even, Laverne, Smyrna, and of course, obviously, Murfreesboro. You have to interconnect with these because they have drug departments, too. Yes, sir. And they've got good people. Yes, sir. And I've known some of them for a while. And all of that is bound to be sometimes tedious work, you know. Narcotics and, work is very territorial. Uh-huh. Um, you okay. know, it's all right. It's okay. the only investigative element I've ever been a part of. Where you know, if you've identified a target mm-hmm. of investigation, and okay. then another agency encroaches in on your target, there are people that kind of get angry. You know, it's funny that yeah. that people. I, I, but what I think is really good about that, though, is is the narcotics detectives or investigators I've ever been around. They're, they take it personal. They're very, very zealous. So, yeah, they're 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 so they're in it for it. the right reasons. Exactly, and right. they are proud of what they do, and they want to do it right. Right. And um, you know, I've worked with some really, really good, good people. You know, right. at, at multiple agencies because I've I've worked on task forces where I've worked with multiple outside agencies, other agencies. You know, I've worked. You know, working in Nashville, I got to had an opportunity to work with a lot of other agencies, federal and sure. local right. and state. And and for the most part, every one of them I've ever worked with, you know, they brought something to the table. Sure, and, sure. Uh, but the passion can sometimes be a little bit over the top where it's like, <laughs> sure. no, you can't arrest him because I'm arresting him kind of thing. And, um, I can imagine, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, it leads for – humor down the road but at the time okay. you know maybe yeah you know, i know it gets yeah i'm sure a little, little. you know i've i've been the victim of it right you know, sometimes where i've kind of got my feelings hurt that somebody sure. arrested my guy or you know vice versa but you know it but as long as the bad guy gets off the street 
and the you drugs just got to take it away. in stride and try. That's the that's goal. That's the purpose. That's the purpose. And, right. And narcotics investigations are, like I said, most everybody I've ever dealt with, they're so intent on it. They take it so personal that the job gets done, it gets done correctly, gets done, you know, the way it needs to be done. You know, um, as I told you on private investigations, Middle Tennessee, I um, had a lot of friends, especially with the city of Murfreesboro. And I had a friend tell me once, and I didn't even, I did not know this. I didn't. And I, he said, I didn't speak, and I threw my hand up the one day in, in the week past. He said, I wanted to tell you, I saw you, but I was in the middle of something. He was working. Yes. That can get you guys. I mean, and you know, I would, you know, hey, Mark, what's going on, buddy? You know, and you just. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can create it an can awkward create situation. It awkward, yeah, it yeah. can get you, yeah, it can get you killed. I mean, if you're dealing with the wrong, the wrong person, you yes, know. Sir. And uh, so I learned early, thank goodness, earlier on that, you know, I don't be careful because I got a big mouth anyway, and I speak <laughs> to everybody. And, you know, and I just, I don't want to, you know, I just, I had to learn to, to watch that because it didn't happen very often, of course. But, you know, if we, and one guy tasted, if we wave you off, please don't, don't. Take, I said, no, no. I mean, I don't want to be telling you in the middle of that. No yeah. way, you know. But it can be a, a slippery slope. Yes. You know. <laughs> uh, so you've got about 13, 14 of you in your department alone. And yeah, and, and we, like I said, we, uh, we have a TBI agent that basically is embedded with us, uh, work with him pretty regularly. And then we have, like I said, we have some task force officers in our unit that are assigned to uh, other agencies also um <clears throat> so we we stay busy and, i'll tell uh, you and, one thing i had two of my friends that uh that worked with the puppies that worked with the dogs and they are those dogs are invaluable they're yes, incredible i mean and the one they always found because we had a, a beagle hound our son had a beagle hound for years some of the best sniffing dogs you've ever seen, and they're trained how they train. I don't know how in the world they'd do this, to sit down beside the case or the box or whatever it is, and sure enough, that dog will find the dope. Yes, sir. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And my wife would love to have worked with, with animals like that. She's a dog lover anyway. But uh, one that comes to mind, I don't know if he's retired now, not Gary Templeton. Gary worked with uh, a lot of the bloodhounds, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, here for the county, and well, no, city of Murfreesboro. I, I don't know, y'all guys. <laughs> in, I don't know so many of you, and but I mean, did a fantastic job. And uh, Lee Young worked with some yes, of the sir. dogs for a while. Yes, and uh, I'll tell you a funny one about Lee. He was down. My brother was. Let me write this one down. <laughs> okay, you like, tell you tell Lee when you see him. He'll remember. Steve was stationed at the time. He was still here in Rutherford County. He was down at Lamarne, and. Oh, what was that puppy's name? I forget her name. But anyway, uh, uh, had to stop by the fire station in Laverne. And Steve, and of course, we'd known Lee since before he ever joined the police department or, or sheriff's office, whatever. And uh, Kay Kaylee, Kylie, or whatever her name was, I forget, I think. I think. I'll stand corrected. But 
He said, you ever see a dog open a car door? Steve said, no, I, I can't say I've ever seen that. He said, I'm, I'm going to show you something. He said, she can open that car door. He said, I got $20. She can't open that car door. He said, I'm not going to take you $20. <laughs> but he had a towel tied to the handle. And Kylie would go out, and she'd hit that button, and she'd grab that handle with her mouth, and she'd open that car door, get in the truck, and get in and sit down. I said, man, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, just very intelligent, very intelligent animals. And, of course, mm-hmm. they, they handle them by themselves. They're not pets, of course. They're, Correct, they're yeah. working They're working dogs. Do you work with them? Have you ever worked with any of the pets? Or, uh, the I've never been a canine handler, but we, do have. we do have – Within sure. our unit, we have a we have a we have a drug detection dog. That's what I saw on there. Some kids, uh, I think uh, one of your guys or one of Metro Murfreesboro's guys had to stop by. We're on the square or something. The kids saw the the dog in in the in the in the in the, the, the blazer, you know, mm-hmm. and it's clearly labeled canine. You know, you know, stay away. You know, and the mom finally went over and said, "Hey, you need to get away from this. He's he's not a pet." You know, mm-hmm. and which he or she is not. They're trained for a certain purpose. You know, Correct. so it's uh, it's a bit. Uh, <laughs> again, you know, you get in trouble trying to be just a good guy. You don't go around giving giving puppies from the from the police department a treat. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, thank you so much. I, I, it's a pleasure to make both you, you and your wife, your acquaintance. I appreciate you doing this on a Sunday night. My pleasure. Sorry, our air conditioning is out, but I think we got it lowered in here a little bit. <laughs> well, I think you got a sponsor. Come pick I, it I think I do. I may have to give him a call. The station <laughs> will do it. And uh, Jackson's been on the board as usual, doing a good job. Take it, Bill. Bill's doing a repeat show tonight. I take it. Okay, so we got a couple of minutes here. Where do you go next? What do you? What can you tell? I'm not asking you to disclose any information. I don't want you to. We've, uh, we've got some pretty pretty good <coughs> investigations going on. Um, right. You know, it, I think let's a lot of these culminate. culminate um, we'll we'll see some some changes. You know, right. I, I feel like we, we're targeting the right individuals and organizations. Right. Most time they are an organization, and uh, unfortunately, you're right. Yeah, it's and, big uh, business. And uh, well, yeah. you know, I, I got. We got a lot of young guys and girls right. in our unit, but they're they're intelligent, they're eager, and they love to learn. And um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to show them well, the ways I've messed up in the past. Don't do it this way, and do it this way, and you'll probably stay out of trouble. Sure. And we'll make good cases, and you know, put some put some bad people behind jail, uh, behind bars. That's where they need to be. Yes, sir. I'm telling you right now. Fentanyl has been our topic tonight, and the drug drug trade per se, all in itself. And uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Bill's got a show coming up here. Jackson, thank you on the board. Appreciate you as usual. I'll tell you what, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to all of you that wrote in or called in. Thank you very much. And I'll tell you what, Till next Sunday night at 8 o'clock, this is Ed Raymer. I'll catch you down the road. Good night.